Hello, word nerds. Welcome to the dictionary. The last episode was weird uh, because I was live streaming it. I had one person watching, and partway through, they told me that I turned my uh, th- that they lost their audio, and that was because I went to go blow my nose, and I turned down the mic, and I forgot to turn it back up when I came back, and that was all cut out of the episode yesterday, so you didn't get to hear any of that. Um, but I did go ahead and redo the whole second half or so of the episode so uh, so the people live streaming could hear it, which was just Janelle. I think that's her name. Hello, Janelle. All right. So well, let's, let's do this episode now. Um, okay. The first word is conciliate. C-O-N-C-I-L-I-A-T-E. Conciliate. Uh, this is a verb from 1545. One, to gain, as goodwill, by pleasing acts. To gain, by pleasing acts. Number two, to make compatible. And the synonym is reconcile. Number three, the synonym is appease. And I should have said these were transitive definitions. And there is one intransitive which says to become friendly or agreeable. And a final synonym is pacify. Conciliation is a noun. Conciliative, no, conciliative is an adjective. Conciliator is a noun. And conciliatory, conciliatory is an adjective. This is from the Latin verb conciliare, which means to assemble or unite or win over. From concilium, which means uh, assembly or council, and there's more at the word council. Next word is consinity. Noun from 1531, harmony or elegance of design, especially of literary style in adaptation of parts to a whole or to each other. Uh, This is from the Latin consinus, which means skillfully put together. Next is concise, C-O-N-C-I-S-E. This will not be a concise definition because there is a whole big section of synonym information. Um, But there is just one definition. Uh, This is an adjective from circa 1590, marked by brevity of expression or statement, free from all elaboration and (laughs) surpoof... I do know how to speak English. Superfluous detail. Free from all elaboration and superfluous detail. As in, a concise report. Also as in, a concise definition. That consisted of two semi-concise definitions. Uh, This is from the Latin concisus, from the verb considere, which means to cut up. So if you cut up something, you're making it more concise. Uh, Okay, so here we go with the synonym information. Concise, terse, succinct, laconic, summary, pithy, and compendious mean very brief in statement or expression. Also, there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven words, seven synonyms. I think there's not usually that many. Concise suggests the removal of all that is superfluous or elaborative, as in, a concise description. Terse, T-E-R-S-E, implies pointed conciseness, as in a terse reply. Succinct, 
implies the greatest possible compression, as in a succinct letter of resignation. Laconic implies brevity to the point of seeming rude, indifferent, or mysterious, as in an aloof and laconic stranger. Summary suggests the statement of main points with no elaboration or explanation, as in a summary listing of the year's main events. Pithy, P-I-T-H-Y, adds to the succinct or terse, no, there's no the, pithy adds to succinct or terse the implication of richness of meaning or substance, as in a comedy sharpened by pithy one-liners. And compendious applies to what is at once full in scope and brief and concise in treatment, as in a compendious dictionary. <laughs> applies to what is at once full in scope and brief and concise. I, that, I think that was a little uh, uh, nod to their own hat, the dictionary writers. Uh, you want it, it, it it's, it's compendious. It has all of the stuff that it needs to have, but in it's, uh, it does it in a concise way. That's what I'm gathering. Okay, next word is concision. Noun from the 14th century. Number one is archaic. A cutting up or off. Number two, the quality or state of being concise. Next is conclave. Conclave. Noun from 1524. One, a private meeting or secret assembly. Especially a meeting of Roman Catholic cardinals secluded continuously while choosing a pope. Yes, that is the conclave process. Number two, a gathering of a group or association. Uh, this is from Latin. It's the word that means room. Uh, oh, sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Room that can be locked up. So it's not just any room. It's a very specific type of room that it can be locked. The, uh, the, the cardinals and those people have been locked up. Oh, and it is from com plus clavis or clavis, which means key. So that's where the whole locked up thing comes from. Next is conclude. Verb from the 14th century, uh, starting with transitive. Number one is obsolete. To shut up. That, that, conclude. I have concluded. Nope, I clearly have not because I have not shut up. I am still talking. Um, also the synonym enclose. Uh, so it's not the shut up the stop talking shut up. It's the closing shut up. Number two, to bring to an end, especially in a particular way or with a particular action, as in conclude a meeting with a prayer. 3a, to reach as a logically necessary end by reasoning, infer on the basis of evidence, as in concluded that her argument was sound. 3b, to make a decision about. Synonym is decide. As in, concluded, he would wait a little longer. For what? 3C. To come to an agreement on. Synonym is effect. As in, conclude a sale. 4. To bring about as a result. Synonym is complete. Now we have intransitive. Number one, the synonym is end. E-N-D, end. 2A, to form a final judgment. 2B, to reach a decision or agreement. And a couple more synonyms for everything. 
are the words close and infer, and concluder is a noun. This is from the Latin concludere, which means to shut up, end, or infer, which is from claudere, which means to shut, and there's more at the word close. Next is conclusion. It is a noun from the 14th century, 1a, a reasoned judgment. Synonym is inference. 1b, the necessary consequence of two or more propositions taken as premises, especially the inferred, uh, the inferred proposition of a syllogism. And that word is spelled S-Y-L-L-O-G-I-S-M. 2. The last part of something. As to A, synonyms are result and outcome. To B would be plural, conclusions. Trial of strength or skill, and this is used in the phrase, try conclusions. To C, a final summation. To D, the final decision in a law case. To E, the final part of a pleading in law. Three, an act or instance of concluding. And our last word is conclusionary. C-O-N-C-L-U-S-I-O-N-A-R-Y. Adjective from 1976. And the synonym is conclusory. Uh, Let's see, is that going to be in the next? Yep, that will be in the next episode. Conclusory. Or just conclusory. All right, so the words today were conciliate, concinity, concise, concision, conclave, conclude, conclusion, and conclusionary. I shall pick... Wow, I got through this one quick. Maybe not. Um, I will pick concise as the word of the episode. I think I am often... hmm, I think I go back and forth between concise and not concise. Sometimes... If I'm writing a message or an email for work, I, I put a lot of words in there. But sometimes, I think maybe when it matters more, I can be rather concise, which I think is good. I think you need to just get to the point, get the specifics, don't waste any time. Sorry, I hit my hand on the thing because I was trying to make a point. Be concise. Be concise. Be concise. That's the song. All right, holiday time in uh, Abkhazia, Georgia. It is Constitution Day. Also Constitution Day in India. Is that a coincidence? In Mongolia, it is Republic Day. Let's see, anything else? Oh, here in America and maybe other places, probably not. It's Black Friday because that is the day after Thanksgiving, and Thanksgiving is only an American holiday, even though there are other countries celebrating it for some reason. Black Friday also being celebrated in Australia, Denmark, Finland, Portugal. But it is also Buy Nothing Day. So don't go, don't buy anything. And I like that. Um, That's in the US, Canada, and the UK. It is also National Cake Day. Gonna eat me some cake. In the UK, it is Careers Rights Day. In Estonia, it is Citizen Day. What are some more fun holidays? Fur Free Friday. I wish that every day for everybody could be fur free. That is my personal thought. I don't think the animals would like it if they're if they got killed and their fur was going on your clothes. It's also Good Grief Day, which is Charlie Brown related or just peanuts. 
International Systems Engineer Day, Maize Day, and that is the corn, maize, spelled M-A-I-Z-E. National Day of Listening, yes, go listen, people don't listen enough. National Flossing Day, I hope that this is not the only day of the year that you are flossing. You really should be flossing at least once a day. National Leftovers Day, that is because so many people have lots and lots of leftovers after Thanksgiving, and uh, that's great. I love leftovers, but I think um, if you are able to give them to other people who need food, that would be great. I think we should do that more. National Native American Heritage Day, Uh, I think yesterday there was an alternative of Thanksgiving, which was celebrating indigenous people, which is really what we should be doing. It is Sinky Day. Like, like your kitchen sink? It's observed the day after Thanksgiving, probably because there are so many dishes to be done. It is your welcome giving day. So not Thanksgiving, your welcome giving. And uh, the, uh, what are you supposed to do? You say you're welcome. I don't know. Uh, let's see, anything else that we missed on this other page? National Law Day. I'm not sure if I said that. It is also World Lewis Day. L-E-W-I-S. Who is this? What is this? It serves to raise awareness about the hundreds of koalas who have passed or have been displaced due to the recent Australian bushfires and encourages people to donate to charity groups working to help them in any way they can. Don't know why it's Lewis but that's what it is. It's for the koalas, and we love the koalas. All right, we are going to end this episode. Thank you very much for listening, and until next time, this is Spencer Dispensing Information, and that is the conclusion. Goodbye. Hello, and welcome to How Did This Not Get Made? This is the podcast all about the movies you never saw, the scripts that were never filmed, and the ideas that never even made it to the page. My name is David Spencer. And my name is Daniel Kaka. Join us for season three, where we uncover the multiple unmade Iron Man movies, the original bloody plot of The Mask, an unproduced episode of Doctor Who that turned into The Hitchhiker's Guide of the Galaxy. We revisit Red Dwarf, Discover how the Star Wars sequel trilogy should have ended, and this season we're even including a video game in our lineup. 